Without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help. Or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, not dealing well with stress. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And a special offer to I'ma Let You Finish listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash I'ma Let You, I-M-M-A-L-E-T-U. That's betterhelp.com slash I'ma let you, I-M-M-A-L-E-T-U. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, and all that are in between. I was going to say, in between too. <laughs> We are back. So 2022 to have actual categories. Have you learned Well, now it's 2023, Well, I was saying it was so 2022 to have the categories. Well, you know, right. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to be like Rihanna in that video of her. Did you see going around at a Fenty show? And I love it. And everybody's like, everybody over 30 trying to explain like, you know, all of the new pronouns and stuff. She's like, you know, I make boxes for boys, girl. The genders pronoun, and I was like, I feel you, re. It's like the intention is there. I'm a little confused too, and I've been a mo f- f- for decades. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Decades upon decades. I think we need to bring back mo. Actually. <laughs> Do you know that when you used to go to, and then we'll introduce the show, but I just have to say this. There used to be when you went to City Field slash A Stadium, if you, mm-hmm. I had, um, it, it was the Mo Zone, it was Modell's mm-hmm, section. Mm-hmm, I went, did mm-hmm. no one think that out before they thought of it? It oh literally says Mo Zone. Do you know how much I miss Modell's? Let me just tell you something. Uh, I used I to have a Modell's right on 125th Street. Modell's was the best. I used to run to Modell's, be like, I need to go get. You gotta go. Some, you gotta I, go to Mo's. If I needed some underwear real quick, Everything. my t shirts, the tank best. tops. Josh, they had everything for like $2. For $2. It was like the best shit ever. The best place to, yeah. Anyway, hi, we're back. We're on the Pantheon Podcast Network. It's Court and Amy. It is 2023. It is a very interesting day because as we're coming on, you know, we tape on Tuesdays. And we're actually taping later today than we normally tape. And, you know, we're watching all of the congressional stuff and it's just very weird. And we're here in New York and we have this scam artist who somehow is sitting up in the chambers of the Capitol building. And it's like, I feel like we're living in this alternate universe of 
what Republicans. Na- like Republicans. What? <laughs> just Republicans. It's just- <laughs> yeah, it's an alternate universe of Republicans. Yeah. But you know what I will say? They're crazy. But you know them Democrats, they ain't much better either. I think all just everybody's crazy. Well, Everyone I, will, is crazy. I will say this. I mean, Democrats screw up, but at least the Democrats don't lie about going to Baruch. That was an interesting one. It was well. Like, a friend of mine said. It, this, a friend of mine explained it to me, though. He said, "See, now Baruch is something. If you live in New York, you know it's a CUNY school, but yes. it's not so highfalutin. Like, oh, I went to Harvard Business. If you say Baruch, you go, oh, okay, I know people who went to Baruch. Yeah, that seems right. that regular. Is tr- that is. Tr- <laughs> oh, he went to Baruch. Oh, because cool. listen, listen, my 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 father." Got went to John Jay and got his master's from John Jay. My mother went to York, so like we know the CUNY I, schools, right? So you I say to, it. I, I right, teach yeah, in a CUNY yeah. school. I and, went to CUNY. Yeah, school. and I was there, and I was at Hunter for a little bit. You Fair. say it, and you kind of just say, "Okay, yeah, cool." He went to school, working class. He went to school anyway. But it's so like, but then it's like you tag in everything Jewish. You chag in the Pulse nightclub. I was like, is Jesse Smollett running for office? And not to, I not not to compare the two in that way. I just mean like when I first when I first heard that Jesse Smollett story, and this is not comparing the two. I felt like that story had everything plus the kitchen sink in it. Got nothing on him, and it has nothing nothing on him on this like on George because the George story is like. You brought the whole house with you. Like I'm I don't understand. I'm wondering if his name is even George Santos, and I would like to have an investigation. Well, there's a thing, right? Because he used to go by these a uh, uh, different alias uh, and all of that. I always wonder these people who come with these elaborate stories because, right? I do believe crazy shit can happen and things can be true, but when it starts to be so many improbable things, it's it just checking too many boxes. Yeah, it's just really super weird. Is he trans? Because I'm I mean, like, well, I'm that's, waiting. I mean, that's I'm next. You know, he's going to cry and be sitting on something crazy because yeah. Yeah. he has checked every box. It is only a few more places he can go. Yeah. I, I, I did like the the Brazilian parents who migrated from Ukraine to fled the <laughs> And I'm like, and, and honestly, that's very insulting. I mean, I you mean, know, I mean it's, it's like, come on. It's insane. It, it, it's a, a lot. And what the mother the who died on 9 11. Twice. Twice. Then she also died, died on the 23rd of December. Yeah, she died twice. It was so traumatic. She died twice. And he was gay up until three weeks before he. Or he was. <laughs> anyway. Gay. <laughs> Can I just gay. ask a question? No, yeah. Sure. All of these years of producing. How much and, weight did I gain during the holidays? <laughs> yes, a lot. I don't give a fuck, but yes. Did you eat good? So you ate good? I just ate a lot of fucking cookies. Right. Nice. I was helping my neighbor walk her dog with a couple other people. It was like a dog walking posse. And we and mm. one of the people who were dog walking posse loves to bake cookies as long as she has someone to bake them for. And I went. You're like, excuse me. I will eat them. I will eat them for you. You're like, this is very upsetting. Yeah, all right. But I want you to know, (laughs) I will take those off your hands. I will take them. Yeah, really. If, if, oh my God, if you can't get rid of the cookies, sure. Right. So yeah, I don't care. Who cares? Uh, My energy was, I just ate a lot of veggies, drank a lot of water, and it was a nice piece. I, I know, boring as fuck. 
That's what I do on a normal day. I I decided to eat cookies. I did not have one Christmas cookie this entire. I ate a lot of cookies, and I really wanted some Christmas cookies. But um, I ate a lot of cookies. Why? I went to to yoga every day, but I ate a lot of cookies. No, but but you you did your thing. Why are all of the New Year's Eve programs so bad? I don't understand how they for show. It's but they make them so well bad. I watched Miley and Dolly. Two people that okay, I don't mind Miley. And Wait a minute, who what were love Miley, the- am I an idiot? What were they doing? I went to bed. Okay, let me just preface by saying <laughs> that as I to me, the funniest question you can ask somebody over the age of 50 is what, what you did do you for do at midnight? <laughs> She's right. like, what did you do at midnight? What is midnight? What is that? Um, I went to bed like I think a quarter to ten because the older you get, you realize, well, it's gonna be another year whether I'm awake or not. Mm. So I might as well, you know, it's not like me staying up to midnight is going to change the rotation of the earth. So let (laughs) right? You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't have a boyfriend. I'm not drinking. My best friend's here. We barely stay awake. So it's like, Mm. I'm just going to bed. Um, So I'm assuming Miley and Dolly did some Dick Clark. Are they they the Dick Clark one? On Channel 4. They are Channel 4. And it was Miley's New Year's Eve with special guest Dolly Parton. And they sang a couple of songs together and stuff. And and Miley did a duet of David Bowie with uh, David Byrne. Like, take that. Wait a minute. David Byrne, David Byrne? This thing. David Byrne, David Byrne? That one. Okay, I have to look at this up. Oh, I had no, I, I had no idea. I had no idea Please it was do. such a, a array of crazy. Or then Paris Hilton. Oh, Lord. Miley stars Cyrus. Don't, stars Don't Lie, the uh, remix. Uh, 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 stars are blind. They say stars are blind. And with Sia, who's still giving that thing where I was like, lady, lady, I understand your shtick. She still got the wig on? Miss Thing. Oh, my God. And then on Channel 7, you have, you know, Ryan Seacrest, and that had Duran Duran and New Edition. Oh, that, that, see, that, that would yeah, be int- musically of, interesting. And, that would and be, both know. of whom are going out on tour, I believe. Live in, in New, New York? York. Well, live in New York. York. Yeah. But I only watched Channel 4. I didn't turn to Anderson and Andy Cohen because yeah, I just I don't that. care. Like, I don't really. Well, I cannot stand Andy Cohen. Right. I used to be a big Andy Cohen. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I used to be an Andy Cohen fan. And I was too. very into the Bravo stuff. And I think that he is just such. It turned a corner. No, it, he got he, he got high in his own supply. That's what happened. He's like with the mugging for the camera. And I think he's basically not a nice person. That's a, And I'm sick of like, he has convicted criminals. Now, and, I will say, and I will say I this. I do love right? Anderson Cooper, though. Because he employs a couple of my friends, right? And I'm really yeah. happy for that. Yeah. But it, I'm very conflicted because when Watch What Happened first started, I was really a fan of Andy Cohen. I liked Me him. Me too. Me too. And then too. there were a couple of things that happened that I was like, oh, I don't like that. And then a couple of ways, and I just started being like, Ugh. and you know, I've no, seen him. I, I've seen him around socially, different yeah, 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 things. Yeah. I don't know him. Yeah, yeah. I've said hello to him, but I don't know. Like it just that it whole just Bravo thing. It just well, he it's strikes. It's sour. run its course. It's it run kinda, its course. With but, me, it has. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't talked about except anyway, the Top so, Chef. Oh uh, yeah, I don't. I want, but I just. Um, yeah, I watched a bit of it, and it was fun, and it was like, it, whoever was doing audio, I'm sure, lost their job the next day, <laughs> because I, even, I, I was like, I'm sorry, your lips are moving, John Samos, and I can't hear you. I, and this is going to sound so ridiculous, but I mean, I do like Anderson Cooper. I think he's a very good report. I just think he demeans the brand by getting up there. I really do. 
They should bring back Kathy Griffith. She was a lot more fun. She was hilarious. Yeah. She was hilarious. Yeah. And I feel like that whole thing was blown out of her. Like, listen, if we expect comedians, comedian, I mean, comedians do tasteless shit. That's. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? But anyway. Yeah. I didn't watch any of them because. Yeah, they suck. I had to get, I had to get up at, you know, crack of dawn to go do yoga. So because that's my burden to bear. I'm uh, trying for, I'm trying to be in, you know, a better person mm, or something. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm okay. I have, to, well, you and I have discussed this and this is, I have to preface it by saying I am not trying to be insensitive because I am not, <laughs> no, I really have to preface okay, this. Okay. I have to preface it because I am not in, I really am not an insensitive person. I'm a nice okay. person and I have a, but every year when people die and mm-hmm. they die, people are like, oh my God, people are dying. Okay. First off, here's a fun fact. People die. Yeah. They die all the time. They do. And when you're, and, and they may die at the end of the year because they figured I'm done. It's time to die. Right. Um, there is no kind of significance to the fact that they die at the end. And when someone dies, when they're 94 years old. That's not a tragic death. That's like, wow, you live to 93 or 94. So it, that said, a lot of people died um, yeah. right before um, Chris, uh, Christmas. Well, no, right before the end of the year. So the first one, now we, I don't know, you grew up, we grew up around the same time in New York. Had you ever even heard of another soccer player besides Pele? I, I, I mean, when, even, I, when I was never. young, I knew his No name. idea. I Nothing. didn't know anything about soccer when I was young, but I knew Nothing. the name Pele. I know, I know the name <laughs> Pele. So- you know, we, the, the word, you know, iconic, we've talked about that is like, but I never, I didn't even know what soccer was outside of Pele. Mm-hmm. That's all I knew. I think until David Beckham, those were that like, and that's way later. So Pele did pass and that's quite sad. Um, cause he changed I, the world. I, he changed yeah. the, you know, he came up with the expression, the beautiful game. Yes, he did. Yeah. Which is amazing. Amazing. Cause I just figured it was something they just said, Oh, the beautiful game. And you know? to this day, he is the only player to have won three World Cups. Right, which is really extraordinary. So right. whenever people talk about all this person being the greatest player of all time, they, and Pele's the greatest player of all time. I mean, Absolutely. I think even if you're not a Brazil fan, and who's not a Brazil fan? All right, so he passed away. Barbara Walters, who um, obviously a very important journalist. Got um, to meet her. I'm glad I can say I Did you? Yeah, yeah. I've been to the... I had artists who were on The View, so I... I Going to the view and you go backstage and stuff and you know I see her and I've said hello and one time she kicked me out from backstage and stuff. My only issue with her <laughs> was that she was kind of a Trump apologist mm-hmm. and she was friends with a lot of rich Republicans, but she was rich. Did I ever tell you I auditioned for the View? No, I did. <laughs> I didn't get it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I here. also think she's a legend and an icon, right? Oh you know no, she I mean? is. I mean, she and, totally is. She totally. And, I'm not and thinking, that know. woman had balls of steel because. Like, you know, my fun fact is we were all crowded backstage. I was there with an artist who was on the show. And she was like, there's too many people back here. And she gently, like, guided me, like, that, that way. And I realized that was that was toward the green room. And I just felt so, like, yay. <laughs> no, I mean, she definitely, yeah. you know, it was definitely an important person in journalism. Mm-hmm. She definitely, um, yeah, she was, there's no denying her importance. Um, I have to say that, the, you know, Vivian Westwood dying just... Uh, gutted me. Well, that's your that first of all, well, I've always I always appreciated her fashion sense and her style mm-hmm. because being like I was a kid when I was young in New York, I was never 
I was really alternative. You know, right. I was in the way I dressed, in the way I looked. I was wearing slashed up jeans. Um, I would have mohawks. Right. So it just, and it wasn't like, it wasn't me looking at, like, say, magazines and seeing punk styles and, and adopting that. It just really came naturally. And and when I first started seeing her work, I really gravitated toward that because it felt organically a way that I like to dress. Right. And, you know, there was no word for punk when Vivian started her whole movement because... Well, there was a word for punk. I mean, well, it was what, punk. It was yeah, punk. But, but wasn't she at the beginning of that? Because didn't well, people I mean, start was, calling them punks? Because wasn't it like that was the generation well, when it kind well, of yeah, said yeah, it? Yeah, I'm saying the word punk, that's the big argument. You know, right. who said it first? Right. Iggy Pop, the Ramones, you know. Right. But it was... Yeah, where did it originate stu- from? I, I think, well, a punk is a term for like somebody in prison. You know, the guy who is a yeah. receiver. Yes. Of, right. Well, um, as a gay person, I know, I know that. <laughs> that was, in ter- right. Yes, yes. I mean, mm-hmm. I've always heard that it i mean in terms of it being used widespread as a musical term it, it is the ramones it starts right. the ramones went over to england and mm-hmm. all those kids saw the ramones and from that but vivian westwood in terms of and malcolm mclaren but she always he always got the credit of course because right. of, he's, he's a, a man. man right uh but vivian westwood put an aesthetic front and center and it was also those kids were doing it organically too, because you know English. They're much. It's a smaller country. They're much more English kids. Much more marry the music with the the style than American kids, right? Yeah. You can look at an American kid and not know what kind of music they're into. That's true. Yeah, but the Brits, they had the Teddy Boys. They had, you know, not so much now, but you used to be able to look at somebody and go, "Oh yeah, you're into that." But anyway, she had to make the transition from that into being couture, one of the greatest designers of um, of our time. I mean, so that's a big And leap, never losing you know? her voice in it. You At know all. what I mean? Never losing her voice in it. I think the closest person to her in terms of that would be McQueen, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. Has there ever been... I've seen her stuff like at the Met when they did the punk fashion show. Did you see that show? Yes, I did see that show. Okay, so her stuff was in that, but there's mm-hmm. never been like I am sure not in the going to be a red, not in the U.S. Right? I don't but, believe one. I don't believe one has come to the U.S. But Vic, I have to imagine that the V and A at and in London. I believe there's been, been there's been something in in the U.K. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, I believe. But that. she, um, you know, there's Mugler right now at the Brooklyn Museum. Yeah, but I just I'm, I'm a, I, can I? This is not. I've seen a couple of these shows. Nothing is ever going to top that McQueen show. <sighs> That the show, Gautier show was gorgeous too. The Gautier show the was Gautier really a gorgeous show, but it's just after a while that McQueen show was like a once in a lifetime. You know, the McQueen show is the reason why museums are now open seven days a week because yep. they said, "Oh my God, we can make a lot of money off." Of I got really lucky. I went really the the show opened, and I went on a random time because remember they were long lines they were long hours wait yeah. i went at a random time right after it opened and waited maybe like 15 minutes it was really super easy to come through 
but that was a gorgeous, gorgeous. No, gorgeous I went show. to that show, and I had went at a random time too. Ooh. And I'm waiting online, and all of a sudden, I see this woman, and she waves at me, and I'm waving. And she had, I was in grad school then. She was in one of my classes, and she was mm-hmm. volunteering. She took me to the head of the line, nice. much to the disgust of other people. But I'm mm-hmm. like, fuck you, man. And I'm you're gonna... like. Hey, you could be angry and talk to me as I'm walking past as you I'm to walking the front past of the line. Right. As I go, bye, I'm going to see the Kate Moss hologram before you. That's when you turn um, around and you say fun things like, New York's not a fair city. It's, not. <laughs> it's just not. It's not And fair. this is why, ladies and gentlemen, you should always be nice to anyone because you never you know when they might be. They might be the person at the McQueen show who recognizes you and says, come to the front of the line. Absolutely. All right, somebody else. All right, who else? Uh, Gangster Boo from Three Six Mafia. That was young. Yeah, so yeah. she was very young. She um, was young, and that's seemingly pointing toward maybe a fentanyl. Oh, yeah. She was with her brother, like, and he OD'd, and he was able to be saved, and unfortunately, oh, she did it. Anita Pointer. So none of the Pointer sisters are one, alive now. Only one is left. Okay. And on, she Ruth. sang lead on all yeah, the songs. Yeah, she sang lead on a lot of the songs. Yeah, they were, you know, it's so interesting when you look back at, I think they are one of the most underappreciated um, vocal groups. I really do. Because they really had a, from from the 70s. I mean, bet you got a chick on the the, side. Ooh, baby, that's so good. That song. So That song. The long version. The long version. So, so, so. Yes, we can, can. Jada. Fairy tale. And their look, that was so unusual because when I was living in the Bay Area, I think when they first came out or maybe mm-hmm. they were, but you know. But that's a, the area they're from too. Right. So, that, yeah. But that look to come out in that kind of vintage look and kind of work that kind of vibe. And then suddenly, I mean, to me, even though I'm not saying it's a bad song, but so excited is almost like the least of what they were. Well, Those that becomes when, when we're in that period is when they've finally had really huge commercial pop success, right? Right. Those first records, and when they used to shop in, in Goodwill, and that's why they did those vintage looks. It wasn't, looks. the choice was, they were like, we'd go to Goodwill, we didn't have money right. yet, and they had all of these things, so we, we adopted that style, was that they were more, very, almost because they, you could tell, church raised, those harmonies, and they did oh, that yeah. sort of almost doo-wop style with real soul and R&B and blues type music and then the 80s come they get with Richard Perry and they do more pop rock and then they go into their big pop moment and that's when they really exploded and kind of at that point they had a bunch of albums that gone gold but that's when they started to have you know platinum albums and and I think they were one of the first groups to have a hit with a Bruce Springsteen song with fire right yeah I think they were one of the certainly for one of the first uh, black groups to have a hit with a Springsteen song, and that was um, um, that's a big deal. So yeah, rest in peace to all of them. I mean, all very different. Also, Verdine, uh, uh, Verdine's brother, Fred, uh, 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 Fred White from from Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, I did not know that. Is Verdine the, Verdine still alive? Right, Verdine is still alive. He's and, the one with the long hair. Yes, he's the one with the with the long hair, and Fred is one of the. He's the founding drummer with. I was going to say he had to be the original drummer with. Well, I don't know if. Wait, was he the original? He was. I think he actually came into it, but hold on, let me because while we're talking about this, I don't want to get it wrong. But I know he was there for the really when he got he came in there really for the the big the big big era the big era right. I'm going to tell you right now. 
He also played, and listen, he was still active and working because he worked on 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 Diana Ross's. Um, he was one of the early members of Earth, Wind, and Fire. So they didn't say that he was founding. And he previously played on Donny Hathaway's with Donny Hathaway, including he's on the famous live album. Okay, and you know the last some of the last work he did was on Diana Ross's big comeback album in 2021, Thank You, which is nominated for a Grammy this year for Best Judicial R&B Album, which I would actually like to see her win because Diana Ross has never won a Grammy for her music, ever. Well, I, yeah. Well, that, well, that's... I'm just like a, I. I really was playing. I was actually really playing that record a lot. No, you loved him. Yeah, you loved. No, you, but I Miguel. really decided to really listen and really play, and it's really good. Miguel it's, is the first person to tell me about Bad Bunny. Years yeah, well, that ago. would make sense. That and would make he sense. Was like, he was like, "I'm telling you, he's the one. He's the one. He's the no, one. he is. He's, he's the, one. the one." Um. All right. All right. I. We all hate lists, right? We hate these lists, except for shopping <coughs> lists. I don't mind shopping lists. I love a shopping you, list. It makes you organize. It helps you organize something like that. Um. So you know, we are all starved for content. The problem is, it's like the end of the year. Nobody's putting out movies. Nobody's putting out records. Nobody's going on tour. So what you have is everybody generating best of lists, top ten lists. So Rolling Stone has done yet another list. They had. T- top 50 500 singles top 50 albums of all time so now they have the top 200 singers list which is adjusted they've done this before and i always love first of all i always love I'm okay sure i want to just start out before doing i want to read a paragraph and a couple of sentences on how they've described this before okay. you start scrolling and commenting keep yeah. in mind that this is the greatest singers list not the greatest voices list talent is impressive Genius genius is transcendent. Sure, many of the people here were born with massive pipes, perfect pitch, and balanced range. Others have rougher, stranger, or more delicate instruments. Our write-up for the man who ended up at number 112 notes, Ozzy Osbourne doesn't have what most people would call a good voice, but boy, does he have a great one. That could apply to more than a few people here. In all cases, what mattered most to us was originality, influence, the depth of an artist's catalog and the breadth of their musical legacy. Right. Okay. No, but you know, all right, well, what I was going to say is, and I understand that because yeah. to me, Johnny Thunders is a great guitar player, but mm-hmm. technically he's terrible. Mm-hmm. All right. So, but I always love when people, when the uh, middle-aged white men clutching their pearls, see these lists go, well, I mean, all these lists are just people's opinion. Uh, duh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Duh. It's you like know, shocking is, and controversial. Yeah, I yeah, have no did, idea. They, they didn't do. They didn't put it to a laboratory and see like what. All right, so uh, the top twenty in order, uh, order going down, starting at twenty: Mariah Carey, Frank Sinatra, Celia Cruz. I will say this list is very much more diverse genre wise and 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 ethnically and and country wise. It's good to realize that people sing outside of the United States. Go figure. Uh, Mariah Carey, Sinatra, Celia Cruz, Elvis, Prince, Dylan, Freddie Mercury, Patsy Cline, John Lennon, Little Richard, Al Green, who I think should have been higher up in the list, but that's just me. Otis Redding, Beyonce, we can have that conversation. Stevie Wonder, Ray Charles. Oh, no, I said 
Did I say Mariah twice? You did say Mariah twice. All right, then who's this? I can't even read my own fucking handwriting. Wait. Um, Number after Ray Charles. Who is that? Hold on. Number 20. Hold on. It was down by the bottom. No, no, no. Number one, two, three, four, five. Number five. I can't even read my own handwriting. All right. And somebody. Um... Oh my God, my handwriting. Oh, I'm sorry. Number Ma- 20 is Marvin Gaye. Number <laughs> five is Mariah. My right. handwriting is horrible. Mm-hmm. Billy Holiday, Sam Cooke, Whitney, and oh my God, a shocking, shocking pick for number one. Who shocking and controversial. Shocking and controversial. Who could it be? Who could it be? Oh, Aretha. I mean. Okay, let me just, before we dig all the way in. Yeah. That's this just the list, top 20. That's just right. the top 20. And number 200 the, is Rosalia. This list is not wrong, right? There no. are, are great people, and I understand why they're chosen, but why they were chosen. Yeah. The order is absolutely atrociously wrong. Yes. Thank you. The order is just... the or, First of all, they're smart. I believe this is a Ponzi scheme. This is... <laughs> put out this list that they know is insane and what is going to happen the level of the the the, the impressions the shares the discussions the clicks to rollingstone.com cuz you notice rolling stone everything in rolling stone is a .com is a fucking paywall it's fi- it's a not this one oh, right. you know <laughs> not it's this so one say, it's so funny you say that cuz i'm always like none of those lists yeah, right, and that's how they ask- get you. So hold on, let me just say it's yeah. a it is a Ponzi scheme to get us all talking about it because by your own admission of why you chose this list, right? Everybody's mad about Celine Dion, which we can get into in a minute. Well, and, not everybody. Well, but 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 that's be, but that is what if you look yeah, at yeah. the press, that that's is the what? angle of that's yeah. leading the headlines of who's been left off this list around right. the world. Right. And what the fans have been reacting to. To me, to not have Madonna on this list. I was going to ask you, she makes zero sense. No, she's not. Because she influenced to have a Lady Gaga there. It's like hit pound for pound hits wise. Madonna had more. Can Gaga sing better? Yes. But you said it's not about who had the best pipes. Who is had Christina the Amphlet? Is Christina Amphlet on it? From no, the she's Divinos? not. Janet Jackson is not on there. And to me, Janet Jackson defined a whole era and why she influenced a whole, the Sierras and all of these black girls came behind her wanting yeah. to emulate what Janet Jackson did. Yeah, and no, to me, the she had the hardest job out of any of those women because coming behind Michael, she came when Michael was a behind. He was just he, the biggest thing in the world. Right, and right. a lot of the Jackson siblings tried to have careers and no one reached the heights like Janet did. She truly could stand next to him and be, I am a global superstar and could go around the world. I don't know. The list is just weird. But when I see who's on there, I'm like, okay. No, I everyone can- who's on there is yeah. legit. But you have, and again, it's the weird, I mean. Like they have Oprah Haas on there. You and I both were no, like, Oprah okay. Is a All right. Polystyrene. Okay, yes. Groundbreaking. Right. I mean, definitive, like, but Darlene Love at 147, Darlene Love yeah. is the voice of a whole generation of music. I'm sorry, Brandy? Brandy has an amazing voice. I, I, no, wait, no, no, wait, no, no. What makes she, Brandy different from any other of those oh, girls? Oh, she can sing them. 
Oh no 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 no! The right. thing, the one thing I will give her is she can do a lot of things with her voice, right. and she has a very strong voice, mm-hmm. and she knows how to use it. She actually has a, a really I, she I her mean, voice is under is under is underrated. It's the it's the it's the order thing. But I mean, oh, for listen. me, Bonnie Raitt to me, Bonnie Raitt is like is is a goddess, and she's at one hundred and eighty seven. Brian Ferry, okay, I'm glad they put Brian Ferry in there. Mm-hmm. Actually, I mean, I think that's fair. Yusu Endor. For me, Yusu Endor is one of the greatest singers ever because just the because he is the voice. When you think of of you know what I mean, like he's just I did Taylor Swift. Good lord, are they kidding with that? As a singer, we've had that conversation. <laughs> I think Mark again. It's just a weird part. Mark Anthony, I think, should have been higher up. I think he's. I, I can make an argument for everyone on their too. list because I understand what they mean. Different yes. voices really do, and and there are a lot of people we can say, oh, but this person can't sing. It's like, but if you look at the career, it doesn't they, matter. They're they can there, technically sing. They're right. there for a reason, and they've had the careers they've had for a reason. You know what I mean? I, I. Listen, this might be controversial, but I think Beyonce is an amazing singer. I think she has a beautiful voice, but she's higher than some other people I think yes. should be above that yes. place. I think you know she's what got I mean? a beautiful voice too, but she's I'm got sorry. a beautiful, beautiful but there's voice. Got, I, I just feel like that was a, a nod and a wink to commercial kind of. Is she... Is she higher on the list than Tina Turner? I mean, is she higher on the list than Darlene Love? Is How she come Grace Jones in- isn't on this list? If you want to yeah, talk about I mean, that's what I'm saying. And, and having a, vo- a singular voice where singular no voice one else sounds like that. As like soon her. as you hear a note, you know who it is. Right. You know? So, yeah, obviously Bob Dylan is technically not a great singer, but he's a hugely important singer in terms right. of, and I understand that. But, I, yeah, just some of it feels like we're – if some of it feels like we're putting them there for other reasons besides, um, or it feels young. Well, it well, feels young. The, the people, yeah, but the, I know a lot of, I know of some of these people who wrote this stuff. They're not all young. I mean, some of these guys. And which are in part? Their but 50s. which parts did they write? You know what I mean? They Is wrote. It, they they picked the list. Because they, the, they they wrote the mm, blurbs. I mean, I I know who some of these writers are. They're not mm, my age, but they're not children. I mean, you don't get an inclusion of some of the um, uh, the Latin singers or some of the quote unquote world beat singers from a child, from a twenty five year old. They're not gonna. They honestly are not. There are a couple of people in that top ten. I'm like that order is wrong. So I don't want to just top ten. Just yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like I, you know, I don't want to just point out one and to point out the. the, I think Al Green should have been higher. I'm sorry, Marvin Gaye should have been higher. Yeah. Yeah, Marvin Gaye should have been higher. Adele um, should be higher, honestly. Yeah, but Marvin, I mean, I would have put Alison Moyer on the list. Is she on the list? Minnie Ripperton should be higher. Stevie Wonder should be higher. Stevie Wonder is number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, he's number seven. I would put him above Mariah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. But it's apples and oranges. I mean, they're doing, you know what I mean? It's like they're completely different music, completely different impact. I mean, but it, that's what I'm saying. You know what? It's all opinion. 
Mm-hmm. It's like Rock and Roll Hall of Fame stuff. It's like Grammy stuff. It's like what's the cri- It's like the American Music Awards. Well, the criteria for that is like sales, right? <laughs> or, or just show up. If just you show say, up. Oh, are you going to come? Oh, you're going to come? It's like, oh, you're coming? Really? You just won Album of the Year and right. Best R&B Single. And you're only bringing your mother. You're not yeah. bringing everybody you grew up with. Oh, you're the, It's fine. Just come on down. Mm-hmm. No problem. We'll, it's we'll like Soul Train Awards. Who votes for an award for a show that's been off the air for 20 years? I'll wait. I know. Really? I'll wait. I, know. I just, can somebody I wanna, tell me? I want to vote. What does that mean? Wa- can we vote in the Wonderama of awards? You know what I mean? For, for award shows uh, my cousin went on Wonderama when oh, I was Oh, jealous. I was so dumb. Dope. And he got, he was one of the kids picked. He got to play the game, you know, where you turn. Uh, if you ever get yes. the bouquet or the snakes oh. come out. I used to practice Ugh. my Wonderama Ugh. wave in front of the Listen. TV in the off Wonderama that I and I used to play. I used to always try to call and want to get on the picks game. Now you are a certain that. age. I don't remember. And that. you're from New York. If you remember on Channel Eleven, Channel Eleven during the day after school, okay, there was like a video game thing, right? And you could win prizes. And it used to be. If you if they called you and you got if, I can't remember if you called in the number or they called you and they got you got through you got to play the game and if you won you shot enough of these objects just to go across the screen and how you controlled the missiles the shot at the objects is you had to say picks oh my God. and people used to go picks wait picks, I, I was picks, already like picks. Pitt. I, oh my, no, I, I remember Officer Joe Bolton and mm-hmm. Chuck McCann and the Soupy Sales Show. I do remember. Do you in, remember? In, do you remember News New Review? It used to come on at like six o'clock in the morning yeah. on Channel Nine. Yeah, yeah. And the or the Channel, Secret Garden with uh, the two oh, girls. Oh yeah, that was and, very weird. That and, was very weird. Show. That was like an LSD trip. When no, I look back on it now, that was like acid for. That was a, I was older then, but I was like, this is something very. These mm-hmm. women are in a cult. There's something very strange about. Yeah. Oh my God! You know, I remember Sherry Lewis and Lamb Chop. Oh, I, I had a Lamb Chop. Lewis and Lamb Chop. Right, we are going so and Whale and Flowers and Madam or. Do but you, that wasn't a children's show for crying no. out loud. Uh, <laughs> or I used to, but I was really young and I was, I used to um, watch late night TV because I had TV in my room as a kid. And oh, I, I used aren't to. You, where, aren't you bushy? <laughs> and I used to watch Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman. Oh, I love that show. Which was the weirdest show on the ever. fucking planet. I love that But show. I was obsessed I love that show. with it because she had those two pigtails and she was no, so that strange that I would just watch it and be like, what yeah. am I watching? The whole show was like, as, as it was written by a housewife who had been overdone her prescription <laughs> medication. No, the whole show was like, I've taken all the medicine the doctor It was such a weird... They need to bring that show. But that show it. was fucking weird, man. It that was, show was so genius in the no, weird. <laughs> I mean, I was already like an adult by the time that show came out. But that show was like, oh, you're going, how did this get on the air? Right, right. In the best way, how it, did this? Just weird, weird shit. All Mary right. Hartman. Mary, Mary Hartman. Hartman. I know. No, I know. She was like this completely high housewife all the time. She was like a stepper wife before they had the stepper wife. It was wife. so out there. I love that shit. All right. How are we going to segue? All right. Out there. Bill Cosby wants to go on tour. Fuck him. Is he? Oh, my I God. Wait. He was blind. Wait. I thought I was he was about blind. To say, Y'all, he, blind? he is cured. Lord the, have mercy. The sugars, the blindness. <laughs> I know. It's the amazing. old man who needed old, people to help him walk. Amazing. He is like, no, suddenly cured. I'm the, cured and I'm going. 
Thank you, Black Jesus. I know. He's amazing. It is amazing. Oh, God. I hope every theater he goes to gets gets flooded. I mean. I think it's more he's thinking about it. I don't think it's going to happen. I really honestly don't think it's going to happen. Oh, I think he's bold enough to go and there are venues that are, people see dollar signs that will book him because they will see dollar signs. Oh, he'll bomb. He'll say something. He'll say something and- People will see something, and um, this Salopius, how how you pronounce it, Theophilus London. The The story is really strange, weird. Okay, so he's a a kind of a should we say alt rapper? I mean, he hasn't yeah, but he's very well respected. Yeah, and he's been on, but he has like in that genre he's had, and he's he's collaborated with a lot of interesting people. Isn't he like part of the whole school by Q click and? But yeah, I, I think it's I part first of that discovered kind of him world. When he had this tune called Flying Overseas, and it's him and Solange, and I really, really like that. Yeah, song. but I'm saying he's yeah. part of, oh, yeah. But he feels like part of that that whole energy. Kind of LA, kind of strange. His family has announced that he's missing, and evidently he's been missing for six months. For six I, months. That, for I, six months. May I say again, for six months. Is it that they just didn't want to announce it until they had done their own work? I mean, it just feels like, how do you announce that somebody is missing for six months? I mean, six months after they are missing, unless this is something that he did a lot and they were like, oh, he's gone again. We'll just wait till he comes back. And then they're like, oh, shoot, he usually stays out for five and a half months. Now he's gone for six. I hope he's okay. It's it's the weirdest story. Yeah, I mean, it kind of broke the story, and then that was yeah, it. Yeah, and then right? that was it. It was just kind of like, okay, and next up, Campbell's Soup, Chunky. Yeah, no, it's weird. Um, uh, I can't even talk about fucking stupid-ass Whoopi Goldberg. She's just an ass. You know what's interesting about her? <laughs> I mean, she's just... I mean, and I like love every, Whoopi Goldberg. She's not... Oftentimes, there are times I kind of understand what she's saying in yeah. certain instances. I really do. But it's always like... She steps on her own lead. She yeah. steps on the lead. She steps on the lead. So basically, and this happened so many years, weeks ago, I can't even mm-hmm. remember. It was pre-cookie mm-hmm. binge. I mm-hmm. have no idea what was going on. You know, she said that stupid crap a few months ago about how the Holocaust wasn't really about race, um, you know, completely discounting the fact that the Nazis considered Jew, and that how you can walk down the street, she could walk down the street with a Jewish friend and nobody would know they were Jewish. I mean, I think a million Hasids who are wearing their Hasid garb might go, um, I think that they would know we were Jewish since we're dressed in religious but, but garb. But you know what, really? But I will say but this. You, she doubled I never, back on it again. She but, doubled back. Yeah. But real talk, never even making a connection to your last name. I didn't know you were Jewish until you told me. I had no idea. It didn't even dawn on me. Yeah. Didn't dawn on me. Well, And then I when mean, you told me, I was like, oh. You know what I mean? So he I guess so that's you didn't see the little horns in my so, head. So that I was chipping over the tail, you know, the tail. That yeah. that is the I that is the part, that part where I understand what I she's understand. trying to say. But like you say, it's always the way she says certain she things. She says it in the wrong you're way. You're just like, girl. And there's also, a more delicate way to get this point. But also, the thing is, she has apologized. She did penance. She was in the timeout room yeah. for two weeks. Why are you? She brought it up again in the interview. Nobody was asking her about this. And she goes, oh, by the way, if I haven't dug a hole, let me redig it. Luckily for her, it happened when the view was on break mm-hmm. and nobody cares. But my, the my thing air. is this. When somebody's already been punished and they say something, we have this 
tendency I'm noticing now the public to just want this public flogging forever. And it's kind of like, you also have to let people apologize. And but she apologized yeah, and yeah. then said it again. <laughs> I think people accepted her apology, but you can't apologize and go, oh no, but let me just say the exact same thing that I just said Again, it's well, like let me ask you some Holocaust questions. Didn't uh, did, well, well, didn't 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 Hitler also kill blacks she, and the gays? Well, there were what, no. Yeah, she killed. More? He killed millions and millions of people. Right. No one has ever denied that. But to right. say, and I'm obviously not a Holocaust, but to say that it had nothing that Jews were not a target is bananas. Oh, is that, did she actually say that? She basically, part? it wasn't just about Jews. Yes, he. We know he killed Catholics. He right. killed gays. He killed right. the Roma. He he killed anyone who wasn't a white Aryan, right. but he because he considered all those people to be racially impure. I mean, it's the thing that just drives me nuts is right. that she said something ignorant. She claimed she had been educated about it. <laughs> she apologized, and then apropos of nothing, without anyone asking that's her. A, that's always the best part when they just tell no on one themselves. Fucking, no <laughs> one asked you, it, it and like, then you said it again. So it's like, oh my god, are you just like that high that you don't realize that you're saying that she is that high, right? She's that well, high. It reminds me of that lady who has the case in front of the Supreme Court right now who has the website business and oh, she didn't want to she didn't want to have to gay. build gay websites but then it turns out nobody asked her nobody booked her to nobody do nobody asked her to do a, it a gay, nobody asked her to do <laughs> right. one I'm like this is a preemptive strike and she's making this whole thing and I'm kind of like and I don't need anybody to force me I'm like no nobody's asked, voice nobody, nobody asked you to asked do you it to, no one asked you to do it. I know. It's like, but, it's like, oh my God. Oh my God. I'm being forced. It's like, but no one asked you to do it in the first place. <laughs> yeah, Whoopi, whatever. Shut up. It's just like, oh, she's, like I said, it's just hilarious because mm-hmm. she said something. I'm so sorry. I've learned. I've listened. I've been on a listening tour. I've learned. And then it's like, no way. As far as everybody's concerned, mm-hmm. it, it was done. And she goes, oh, wait. Let me just say it one more time for the cheap seats. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I'll let you take the sugar babes because you care. And I... So, you know, listen. <laughs> I'm going out for a cup of coffee. I'll be back. So you, li- you actually like the sugar babes. You've seen the sugar babes. All right. Let me explain to you why I saw the sugar babes. You, you I did not make a conscious. I know, I did but not you've also conscious... talked about them and you said I, I like make... the sugar babes. No, I don't. Yeah. dislike them but i don't sit there and go oh my god i can't wait for the new sugar babes record to come out because i wouldn't know a sugar babe if she or he fell on me i saw How the sugar you be insulting i, I wouldn't know a sugar babes. right but they I, are babes of sugar they are babes of sugar <laughs> i would not um uh, be able to pick a sugar babe out of a lineup <laughs> a sugar mama a sugar daddy or a sugar babe and the only reason I went to the show is because my went, boyfriend, my boyfriend, and it was an Adidas thing. And it was they an were, Adidas thing, and I was in Germany, and I'm Adidas like, sure, yeah. And they were so shocked that I even knew who they were. Mm-hmm. And then I sang along. I know one song. Which one? Look at me. <laughs> I love that song. And don't they do a, a version of Under the Bridge? No, that is All Saints. That's right? All Saints. I love the their reason, version of that. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. And the other reason I was sort of sugar babe friendly for a while is Cameron McVeigh um, produced them. They do. 
And there you go. All right. So, but I will hand it over to the almighty, exalted, mystic ruler of all things sugar and babe. Go. Well, you know, the original lineup have been together now since 2013, right? Um, and they were first operating under the name MKS because legally they couldn't use the name Sugar Babes and they finally got it back. What's the MKS stand for? Uh, the first initials of each of their names, oh, Mutia, Keisha, and Siobhan. And um, they made one album together, which was the first album, which had an overload, and it was it was a great album. There's going to be an at home test with but, this, right? But it, <laughs> but it underperformed. Siobhan left the group. Heidi Range joins the group for the second album. They explode. They become really really huge. Blah blah blah. They had a bunch of changes. The original three recorded an album in 2013 that was supposed to come out, and. They had all kinds of label issues and things, and the record leaked, and they just never put it out. Christmassy, they've they've been on a comeback of sorts for the last year. They played Glastonbury, which put them on a smaller stage, and it overwhelmed that whole area. They had to shut down the area. They did. They just did a successful sold out UK tour. They have a one night only show coming this fall at the O2. Like they're really doing well on the. Christmas Eve, they surprise dropped uh, that album that they originally was supposed to do uh, called The Lost Tapes. And it's really fucking good. And man, let me just tell you, I, you know, I love a girl group. You do. And, but, and I especially love a girl group who can sing. And the Sugar Babes actually can sing. No, they can it's And it's really good music. And it's less pop. It's It almost brings it back, back to how the group was supposed to be. Like the cool girls, more R&B-ish than pop. And it's just a great fusion and a great surprise. And now, because it's done so well, it has sparked a bidding war between the labels in the UK. So I love I love a story of redemption in music where if you stick around long enough and you work really hard and you have dedicated fans because the fan base can really make a break. If your fans stick with you and the fans really showed up for them, that you can have another shot at, at yeah. having the career that you really, really want, you know? Yeah. Like, as we see it so many times, what was really hard for me in the music industry was seeing people's dreams be broken. That was it. Like, that was the only well, thing that was yeah. hard to do. Well, yeah, because <laughs> I'm teasing I, I, you. No, I, I know you are. I'm just saying <laughs> that I've seen it so many times. Like these people come in, and you could tell they wanted this their whole life, and they've made a great album. How many times have you gone to a listening session or something, and they were the priority, right? And it was supposed oh. to be a big deal. Uh, Reese, remember her, Reese. Reese. Remember Tasman Archer? Remember Tasman well, Archer? Well, no, she was she was never no, gonna break in but this they, country. But they thought she was. She was supposed yeah. to be a big I know. I know. deal. I could tell you. Exactly Imani why Coppola, she didn't break. when we signed yeah, her at Columbia, yeah. she was supposed to be a big. And so you see these people who work really hard, and then circumstances happen, and nobody cares. So I like it when you see a group be around for twenty five years, come back to the original nucleus of it. And the fans really be receptive to that idea. And well, the, the British, I don't the, think there would be an equivalent in the United States because the British mm-hmm. are, I mean, first off, it's, it's the country that's the size of Rhode Island. So, mm-hmm. I mean, and I'm not saying that to be nasty. I mean, mm-hmm. it just is. So you can have to be, if you submit a British fan base, they're going to stay with you pretty much for life. I mean, because it's, I was talking to a friend of mine who is from the England. She's from the North. And she goes, she said, I think English people appreciate music more than any other 
country because it's like more a part of our lives, that whole Northern soul thing. You know, they sing in pubs. I mean, it's, there's, and it's so centralized, you know what I mean? There's like three magazines, there's like four newspapers. So um, how old are these babes now? They got to be in their forties, no, right? Because they started when they started, they were like thirteen. So they're literally oh, all in their thirties. So it's prime. It's like oh, boom, That's ridiculous. right? That's ridiculous. How crazy that they've been around and they're like they're in their thirties. So it's like you got a whole second half of career to really be fierce. And oh, I no, love, and I love to see it for women because it's hard. And what what happened to them in the beginning was they had management that they were young girls and they were East different kind of different people encouraging them to have like almost that tension in the group. And that never works. And I've seen that happen, you know, where people think that helps keeping the mystique and, and people writing about them, but it tears groups apart. So I love to see it. And I love the women to see that, you know what, we're going to actually be in control now. No one is pulling our strings. We're the boss. And I appreciate that. And I'm glad that they're having success with that. Yay. Yay. Girls, you guys kind of do rule the world. Well, they're not <laughs> girls. They're women. Women. Honey. Well, they have a song called Girls. That's why. Oh, uh, well. Um, From their I, really so I, criminally I, underrated album, Cat Fights and Spotlights, which is a great album. Oh, I thought that you were making up a name of a record. No, it's actually the name of it's this. Their the sixth album is Cat Fights and Spotlights. Mm-hmm. Um, I would. I thought they. Um, well, good. I mean, yeah, I, I think that they are very much a a, a Brit phenomenon. I think there's yeah. just a different way and people work, listen to music yeah. over there. They work yeah, with I a just, lot of American producers, which is interesting. And, and Dallas Austin did a lot of work with them. He's always done really interesting yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. He's it's always true. done. It's he's always true. like the guy when you start scratching the surface and stuff, it's like, he did that? He did right. that? He was always a really interesting um, producer to me. Uh, he didn't have a sound. You know, he had an aesthetic, but mm-hmm. he didn't have a sound. And he was one of the first, if you if you really think about it, like, quote unquote, alternative black producers in terms mm-hmm. of the look and the sound. I love Delsa. Yeah. I really, I mean, he's a horrible boyfriend, clearly. But <laughs> I love, who isn't? They're all horrible. I mean, they're all horrible. They're all horrible. They're all horrible. They're all horrible. Um, except for you, of course. Yeah, um, but you know, listen, I, I'm a man too. I got my shit. That's I why I just. Say, but see, that's why I don't put. I stay single and I just date. I have lovers, and that's good, right? Because I'm nuts. I know I'm nuts. So it's <laughs> like, don't put your nuts in other people. Well, <laughs> well. <laughs> and on that note, kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Oh Lord! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> as soon as you said that, I went. I, hurt I hope my, he as hurt my, himself. As, as, as the last syllable left my mouth, I, I was like, "Did he just hear what he just said?" And I'm taking applications. Uh, no. All right, I have to. We have to sign off now because I'm literally choking. Oh my God! So, guys, you know what okay. it is. Speaking of nuts, I'm choking. It's, it is a new year. It's a new season. <laughs> So clearly, clearly the two weeks off hasn't made either one of us better behave. Because we are chock full of nuts. So I want to eat some more cookies. (laughs) Remember to follow us on the Pantheon Podcast Network, where you can hear an array of amazing shows. We're there. We love you. 
Remember to leave a comment. Share please, our show. Please, please, leave a we comment. Love it. Leave we, a comment. We love leave reading comment. your comments. We love that. Leave a, share, rate us. Share our friends. Please. Thank you. You guys, like, listen, even the crazy thing us with us being off a couple of weeks, I've been watching the numbers and watching you guys going in order and catching up and listening oh, to the shows. Yeah. And I've we really, cookies. really, really, really appreciate that. Pantheon appreciates you. Court and Amy appreciates you. We and, do. And we will see you next week week. Bye. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com. Code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.